Welcome to TV Told Me Presents This Is Us. The crazy thing is that is the last time that I really have to say this because tonight was the series finale of This Is Us. How are you guys like just feeling overall? Um, For me, I thought I was going to be in much worse shape. I'm actually pretty good. How about y'all? Mm, I don't know how I feel, actually. Um, it's definitely not what I expected, though. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm I guess I should say I'm uneasy about the whole situation. I feel yeah. like maybe I just haven't processed it. Um, yeah, maybe I just haven't processed it yet. But I know next week and even in the fall, it's probably I'm it's probably gonna be sad times because it'll be like, no, there's no this is there's no other episodes. That's it. That's the book it. is closed. So yeah. So how did you guys feel about the finale episode just in general like what was your favorite like what would you have named it um what was the episode called Diana? I'm not sure what it was called but I think I would name it this is us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's lovely what about you Georgia mm, I would call it I would probably just call it um something about I guess I would just call it the big three maybe you know, it was kind of cool how we got to see the inception of that whole thing. So I would just call it the big three because, I mean, that's how it started and that's how it ended. Mm. Oh, I think it's called a regular Saturday. Mm. Okay. Or I think I would add in something like um, like pies and pipes, you know, like something like that. Uh, I'd probably call it little moments. Um, yeah. I I had so many questions when it ended though. I, I will say like it's hard to like end anything, but um I read the articles and they said, you know, all your questions will be answered. Oh. My questions weren't answered. <laughs> so I just kind of feel like um I don't know if y'all want to do a fall reunion episode or <laughs> what's happening. So what questions do you still have? I would like to know, I would have loved to see little Jack and his family um, for longer in the future and how he's connected to the other parts of the family. I would love to see how they, how their families look after the death of Rebecca. Um, Not the immediate death, but you know, like three, four, 10 years down the road, like how that looks. Um, Yeah, I think I would, I think I would have liked to see more of that. Deja and Malik's wedding, even. Um, just so many things. But I mean, I guess if we're saying, did we wrap up all the questions about the big three Pearsons? We did. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if I think we wrapped up all the questions about the. Oh, well, I guess the big three. I don't know. I guess because they're all so interconnected, right? So if we don't have a full view of their branch that we don't have a feel you know like I don't know to me that's what the show is made of so I'm like you I just have a lot of questions what are your questions Mm, um I definitely agree with you on the things that you mentioned as far as baby jack and um the Malik situation and then also I 
would have loved to just see more. Like for instance, even how, like, like we get to see how they, like you said, post Rebecca, we get to see just more in depth. You know, of course I still have questions about Mr. Marcus Brooks. Like I just want them to, they're so good at developing characters. So I just want them to fully develop the characters, all the characters that we met. Cause I feel like there were a lot of characters that they wanted to say more about. And I just feel like that was because the season got shortened. So they should have just done another season. I will say though, I think that they handled the funeral really well. So if you go on Instagram and you go to Mandy Moore's Instagram page, they have the actual obituary from the funeral. Really? Um, yep. <laughs> And it has that, um, I sent it to you guys, but basically like Baby Jack, um, he sang the last song at her funeral, which I thought was really sweet. They should have showed that. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, But yeah, so it was just very, um, it was just very like sweet the way that it was like put together. But um, let's see. So the order of service was the opening remarks were by the Reverend. Prayer was by Kate Pearsons. Reflections were with Kevin, Beth, Deja, Tess, and Annie. The eulogy was by Randall and the music was by Jack Damon. And then it said, Rebecca Pearson was loved by many. Her love story with her first husband, Jack Pearson inspired everyone around her. She was fortunate to find love again with Miguel Rivas, her second husband. Rebecca is survived by her beloved three children, Kate, um, parentheses, Philip Pearson, Kevin, parentheses, Sophie Pearson, and Randall, parentheses, Beth Pearson, and her grandchildren, Deja, Tess, Annie, Jack, Haley, Nikki, and Franny. And underneath that, it says... That's great. I love that. So, yeah. So, it was... uh, it was just really sweet. But then I guess in some ways, like the one thing that I, I think I love about This Is Us is just that it's very real. And I think the one thing about a funeral is it's just never complete. Like you never get all the answers. You never get all the moments. You never, there's there's never, people are always like, you don't want to meet loose strings. And I just feel like there's never a full, you just never get to get everything. Well, you know? one thing that I liked about how they did the funeral at least for me, I was expecting like these big speeches. We see where Randall's like trying to figure out what he's going to say. Beth checking in. And I love how they did it. We didn't really hear one word from the funeral. And I took it as in that moment. I mean, if you're in such heavy grief, you don't know what anybody says, what you said. But then what I also liked about it, everything had already been said. There was really nothing that we were wondering you know as far as like what they would believe about their mom or say about their mom and and in that moment there's really no one else that can really speak to her life but them so I thought it was just beautiful how they did it like we know it happened but that really wasn't a highlight of her life so I just I actually really thought that was beautiful yeah no that's true yeah Yeah, I don't know although even just hearing um I did read the obituary. I do want to be a part of the funeral. Like I, I would have, I know what you're saying as far as sometimes things are a blur, but even when things are like a blur because you're so emotional, 
you there are certain things that stand out so right. we like don't have any little piece to take with us from her service so i would have like even like you said it would have been great if they would have let us hear baby jack song i mean just something to where we could be like have that moment that we had at kate's wedding where it just encapsulated the whole moment you know when rebecca started playing I think I liked it better that the speeches were done in silence, so that's not what you're walking away with. Um, and I will say, you know, I do, yeah, I think, I think the speeches at a funeral, sometimes they stand up, but most of the time it's the moments like after when you're with the family and you're recalling like the person's life that really stick out to you. So yeah, I think the thing that I, I mean, I'll just say that you know, I mean, we're doing this. This is probably gonna go up tomorrow. So I'll just be very transparent. Like, of course, like, you know, there was gun violence that happened today. Um, several small kids lost their lives. And there was, you know, we're like watching a show and they're doing like a funeral scene. And I just, it was so interesting to me because Randall said, you know, you kind of think that the world in some ways will stop when something happens. And I just fully just always remember, I just remember like when my grandparents died, like different days fully. It's like, I wanted the world to like pause and be like, oh my gosh, we, we need to take a rest today. We need to do right. whatever. And it just doesn't happen. And even though today was a tragic day, people still were getting food and watching basketball games and doing stuff like the world just keeps going forward and sometimes that's like really hard to take in and so it was just interesting there's just a, a strange and you know of course I get it like if we stop for everybody we would never move forward we would never grow we would never do whatever but it's just very strange when you're in something like that to like have the world still be moving forward yeah and you know, that's interesting you brought that up because I'm like, do I even want to open that up? Not, but, um, you know, I have been so looking forward to like Tuesday, Tuesday is the finale. Oh my gosh. And I did not even know about the tragedy until pretty late um, in the afternoon. People started texting me that aren't in Texas, like, oh my gosh, are you okay? You know, so with that, my kids were already home. And I was like, we're going to stop everything we're doing. And we'll just, they love going to the park. We went to the park and we just played, had a great time. But it was one of those moments where it's like, I'm taking in this moment. Then I'm like, what do y'all want to do? And they wanted to make banana pudding. So then we made banana pudding. And it was just like, that's why I'm like, this is us to me really is. And this is my opinion, the Lord's work. Because I just don't think that was a coincidence. We're like, here we are with such tragedy. And then to me, the whole point of the final episode was like, cherish the little moments. The little things are the big things. So I just thought that, um, and I'm, I hear you, it's very somber today. Um, but I, and I agree, it's just such a real show. And I just feel like some kind of way, it's always in the vein of where we are as a country. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really good that you like took your kids outside and that you made banana pudding. Cause I think, you know, I feel like sometimes, of course, like you want to like pray and be respectful and all of these things. And sometimes you need to also process the energy and like, you know, do something to yeah. where you remember it and that you, 
you know, put an emotion with today or put a, put a physicality with what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. I thought that it was nice how, cause I, I don't know about y'all, but my expectations were really, really, really high for this last episode. I was ready for us to have like all these moving parts and wrapping the beginning with the end and the this and that. And it really was not that for me. Um, it, to me, it was so simple um, where like they really flashed us back to when the kids are like having a quote unquote regular Saturday. And it's like that random Saturday where there's nothing to, there's not all the busyness. It's just like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do to be together? Um, and I thought it was beautiful, but I'm just going to be real with y'all for me. I may, be, I may be alone, but I think last week could have been the finale. No, it's definitely. That's what I was thinking. I don't, I feel like this was not, this wasn't, this wasn't, um, like I understand, like there's a peacefulness that you're ending it with, but I felt like last week was just kind of, it was just beautifully done. And like I said, this week, I feel like if they would have like gone into the future or done something you know, it didn't have to be dramatic, but just more right. to where I could see like more of what they were doing. It would have been understandable, but I just wasn't as captivated this week as I was last week. No, I I had the exact same feelings as both of you all. But then like, I realized, like she said, like this is us is always teaching us something. Mm-hmm. And basically it's like, we as, you know, this instant generation or this world that we're in, you know, we want these climactic moments where we're just like, oh, that wasn't all that. This wasn't all that. And so they knew that's what we wanted, like something to talk about. And they basically were like telling us, like they were basically showing us exactly what they were trying to teach us. Like, right. You're a part of our family and all these little days really do matter, you know, because they know that we're living our lives. And it was like, yes you want this to be this big finale but we're gonna just push our kids on the swing yeah I did love the swing yeah so I just think that that's what they were trying to teach us like we need you to appreciate this and we had to just sit in it like yep you know and so what you're doing in your personal life every single day is important it's important enough to be on a finale just Mm. your regular day at home now let me tell you what did get me y'all I don't know if it was the same for you so when William is in the um the kids bedroom this is right after Deja shares like oh my gosh they're talking about being a grandfather and they switch to William and he's you can tell kind of like he knows it may be his last time seeing his grandkids and then he's in the hall what I love about the moment it's just such a transparent moment where he's talking to his son who he's just been reunified with, you know, less than a year, but he's so vulnerable. He's like, grandfather, I don't feel like I've really been either one. And he's just saying how like, that just sounds like so big. And who am I to even have that title? And then what I thought was so amazing, he starts talking about his grandparent and how he barely remembers anything. But he's like, for me, becoming a grandfather, I have learned like unconditional love. But I also recognize with all that unconditional love, these babies are probably barely even going to remember me. And I'm sure all of us were thinking about at least one grandparent uh, where even though some memories may be fleeting, you know that feeling of a grandparent's love. 
And so for me, I thought it was just such a captivating moment because he started talking about the few things that like were at the top of his memory. And he talks about like, um, he remember, he thinks he remembers his grandma making pies. And he, and, but he does for sure remember his grandfather smoking his pipe uh, and the smell of it. And I thought it was so beautiful because it made me think of just like a smell or like um, a certain laugh that can remind me of like, one of my grandparents. And so with that, then they fl they flash to Randall and Deja. Now that was the moment. I'm not sure, did y'all cry on that? I did, but I did just cause it made me think a lot about just, you know, like Alice. Anyway. Our grandmother. Uh-huh. So our grandmother, like we didn't call her grandma, we called her by her first name, um, which was Alice and like, yeah, like sometimes I can kind of smell her and just remember certain things, but they're not these dramatic moments. They're just very simple moments. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was, that was good. And to me, what was so powerful, it's the day that Randall has literally dreaded for almost his entire life. He just says for, from, from when he can remember, he could not almost like fathom the thought of losing his mom. He had put so much energy on, oh my gosh, what if I lose her? And then he said like the past 10 years, it's just been like, okay, I know I'm gonna lose her. I'm trying to prepare for that. And he's like, now I'm literally sitting in it. And to me, that was just, I will say personally, as an adoptive mom, that really like, it really got me because I'm like, wow, my kids, you like really all you oftentimes want is for your kids to feel so bonded so connected to you and then to also know if they really do feel so bonded connected to you that that's also connected to a fear like what if I lose this love you know and so I never thought about it that way I think when you're a child and a parent sometimes you can think about your fear of losing your parent you know but I've never really sat with the opposite so for me that was a moment um, but what I thought was so um, amazing about that moment, his three girls, and they like pan to his daughters. They, you could just tell, they were like, we're, 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 we got you right now. And they like yeah. just walked towards him in unison without even saying a word at first. And they just kind of check in with them. But what I thought was so cool, his biological kids, it was like, mm, this is, Deja, you got this moment. And then the, his biological kids, they allowed Deja and Randall to have their own moment. And I thought that was just so telling and so sweet, just like that connection that Deja and Randall have. Um, and in that moment, she shares that, I know this is a rough day, but I have some really great news. You could tell he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And so I thought it was just so beautiful because she shares the sex of the baby. And I didn't even, and honestly, it's just amazing how like certain things you're not even that connected to because it's not your experience. But when she mentioned that she was going to have a baby boy, I'm like, oh, I get it. And here he goes. He talked about how, oh, thank you, God. He had to stand up on it because <laughs> <laughs> he was saying how like he's always been surrounded by black women. And you could yeah. just like feel his joy of like, oh, my God. But then she had to go another further and she added the name of the son. And she's yeah. like, if you will allow me. And she shared that she was naming him William after 
Randall's biological father. And I thought that was just so beautiful since we had just had the moment of William even feeling like, will I even be significant in their lives? So I just thought it was so amazing. Um, so even though Deja never even met William, and she shared it, she was like, I never met him, but I know how important he is because I know you. And I thought that was so beautiful because to me, that just speaks to the whole point of the show that even things we don't recognize, there is legacy connected to it. So I, I just, I lost it at that moment. Ooh. Yeah, to me, that, that was like the moment in the show. Like that, that was like, like that kind of gave me the feels that I was looking for. Yeah. Um, I didn't cry this episode, but if I were to have cried, it would have been at that part. Um, and and then also it, it's interesting because it's like when she said I never met William, it kind of took you back because you're like, wait, yeah, like all that happened before Deja came on the scene. Like it just kind of makes you reflect back to how yeah. far we've come. Like if she hadn't have said that, I would have assumed she was there. Like, it feels like Deja's been there yes. since the beginning. Like, she is such a big part of the Pearsons. Um, so, so that was pretty cool. And then, also, it just made me also think about how that's the trend in the Pearson family is, like, to name after, yeah. you know, these paternal leaders. Like, all of the, you know, all of these father figures now have a legacy. Like, they're giving them their namesake. So that, that was pretty cool. Um, so yes, I thought that was, I thought that was really, really nice that William wasn't left out of that. Yeah. He's like, Nikki has it. Jack has it. Now it's like, William has it. So I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Yes. I thought it was just so amazing. And it made me even think about like little William and his life and the stories he'll be told and all that. I just thought it was so cool. Um, and I think, uh, speaking of Nikki, I thought he had another, he had a, he had a banger too though. He did. Ooh. First of all, I was very impressed with the way Nikki was like, he, his hair, like Nikki, oh, Nikki looked really good. good. Yeah, like, and he looks like the way he feels. Yes. Like you can feel that he's in his winning season when Ooh. you see him. And I'm so happy for him. Um, so, and then it's like, he's with his person. Like Kevin is his person. Oh my gosh. And so I thought that was a really cute way that he basically said the same thing that Miguel said to Rebecca, like, you're my favorite person, but he said it in the Nikki way. Mm. And it was just such a moment because he's basically telling him, uh, me mourning right now is all of your fault. <laughs> <laughs> like if you had never, if you would have left me alone, you know, um, in my suicidal state with my alcohol, like I would be, have, I, I would not be here right now. And, and so that was just his way of saying, thank you. It's like, now I care. Now wow. I think about something other than my own depression that I was in. Um, so, and so it's, it's like, basically he was thanking him for having feelings and for mm -hmm. being a part of something. And, and then also it's like, that's the thing, like whenever you're and it just makes you think whenever you're in your own like whenever you're not contributing to the greater good like you're mm. being consumed by your worry or consumed by whatever's going on in your mental state you're not giving to your you know you're not focusing on giving of yourself right and, it's, and so then people are missing out because you have so much to give but you can't give it if you're all consuming into yourself and so as soon as he opened his heart 
he changed everybody's life. I yeah. mean, from Cassidy to Kevin, he even has a child named after him. A little yes. I mean, you know, like, like he became one of Rebecca's best friends. Like he just had so much to That's give. That's so true. And it's like, he spent all those years in the trailer. And you think about like, if he would have been pulled, you know, out of that trailer sooner and started giving up himself all those years that he, you know, spent, or like, you just think like, dang, how instrumental would he have been in his brother's life? How instrumental would he, like, he just had, even like his mother and Aunt Debbie, like he just had, so, like Nikki, yeah. everything needs a little bit of Nikki. So yes. I'm just glad that he finally was pulled out of that state by Kevin. And I thought it was really nice the way that he said thank you in his own unique way. I mean, I, I will say when it comes to Nikki, though, like, I completely agree with what you're saying. But I also like love the fact that like, there were several times where he was reaching out to his brother to say, like, I want to be included. I want to, you know, whatever. And his brother kind of turned his back on him, which, you know, however that works. Um, but for Kevin to like, you know, not just be like, oh, you exist. Hello. How are you? But also be like, hey, I want to get to know you. Hey, I want you to come out of this. Hey, I set you up for therapy. Like it just shows you how important it is for us, even when we don't know people to just try to go above and beyond to help someone. Because I do think that Nikki was looking to get out of that trailer earlier. Yeah. But there was no one that was there. Like the only person he had was his brother and his brother was not trying to, you know, not trying to have him. And so, um, you know, I, I think he definitely could have, you know, I just think mental illness is hard. And he, like when they explained the war episode, I think it was, or just Cassidy, I think that was so beautiful. Cause it's just kind of like, you don't even know what memories and tragedies people who've gone to war are living with. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think sometimes you need that extra helping hand. And so I love that it was, it wasn't Randall or Kate or any of them. It was Kevin who was going through his own situation who helped somebody else come out of his situation. Because at the yeah. time Kevin was drinking and going through stuff and his family, could only see him for what he was and even Kevin could only see himself for what he was and so you know two people in pain were able to help each other out so I do that's the thing I love the most about their stories is that they it wasn't that they did these great amazing things together they were just kind of like we're going to be there for each other and then just being there for each other they became two totally different people yes. but you know that's so true because you know Jack was not a perfect man and I think he was trying his best to hold it together and to try to like not recreate the pain he experienced as a child in his family of origin. But then I think in all of his trying, it actually was recreated in Kevin as far as like the alcoholism, the isolation and all that. And so I think when Kevin met Nikki, one, he needed to know more about his dad's struggle. And he's like, there's some pieces I don't know. But then I think he also saw himself in Nikki where it's like, you know, it's almost like if I can, I think it might've been subconscious, but if I can be any kind of part of help to him, maybe that can help heal me, you know? So I really, they need each other to really heal. And they that's why I think their relationship is just um, so important to the whole family. Because to me, it's like when Nikki and Kevin healed, then that really did allow other relationships to be healed and opened and 
for people to become more vulnerable, look at stuff. Because I mean, it was like, now hold on, this is Nikki, <laughs> you know? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. And, and I think it's so amazing too. They hold Father Jack, you know, in such high regard. And you know, for a lot of this series, Kevin was like kind of the opposite. Like, yeah. you know, get it together, you know. And he just wanted to be so much like his dad and make his dad so proud. So that's why it was so amazing that he holds his dad in such regard, but he was able to do the thing that his dad yeah. couldn't do. And it made all the difference. All and the so difference. it's like, and then it was cool too how even in his father's absence, that's what healed the family was because they both had parts of Father Jack that the other one didn't. He's mm. like, how was he as a father? How was he as a brother? Like, yes. so he was, so the father really was uniting his family, yep. even in his absence. Um, and so so that was kind of cool. That, that's kind of cool how the men were leading the way in that. And like you said, it brought healing to everybody. Yeah, and I think it speaks to the fact that like, it's very important to tell your story. Like there was a conversation I was had the other day and it was just like, oh, it was basically like, oh, I, I can't believe that this woman shared her trauma. And it was just like, no, I think sometimes it's really important for you to share your trauma and your low point, because sometimes people just need to hear like, oh, you're not the only one that's gone through that. Other people have experienced that. And then it kind of opens a door to be like, oh my gosh, I can heal. So for Kevin, like, even though he went to rehab and all of these things, and he had these pains, no one in his family really knew how to help him. But Nikki, you know, even though he definitely was not healed or anything, was just like, yes, I'm very much alcoholic. This is horrible. This is how I feel about emotions. And Kevin was like, huh, okay. And I think that really made him get serious about his own program of recovery and Nikki as well, because Nikki was not trying to go to therapy. And then I still remember Nikki wasn't trying to go to therapy. Then him and the therapist became best friends. And then when the therapist left, that's why Nikki was about to go to jail. He threw a chair through the window. He was like, why are you leaving? Like, yeah, I love it. So I love the fact too, that it wasn't just like, oh, and then we healed on our own. It was like, you actually saw them do the work. Like they both went to therapy. They were going to AA meetings. They brought Cassidy in. She was able to heal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So healed people. I love, um, sometimes I love Instagram. They say hurt people, hurt people, but healed people, heal people. And I'm like, I love that. And I, I think we should always remember that too. Like yeah. as you heal, you help heal other people. Yep, that's true. And hurting people can heal together, which is what they did. They were all hurting, but you know, and sometimes that is true, which is why group therapy is so effective. Like you'll, you can solve someone else's issues. You know, like, well, this is like, you know, and that's really what he was saying. He was like, Uncle Nikki, all you need to do is get into AA. You need to start going to therapy. You know, and really he was talking to himself and they were all able to walk through it together. So, exactly. Because yeah. right before that, he was going to miss the birth of Kate's baby or he really wasn't because he was drinking at the hospital and stuff. It was a mess. So, yeah. So you just never know. So I just think that that was beautiful. And I just always just love Nikki because he just comes into a room as he is and like he's still like a crotchety old man but it's like he's a crotchety old man with his little jokes and you're like that Nikki <laughs> like, <look at> you. <laughs> so yeah no I love that yeah. yeah and you know what I just thought about um they actually opened all this up in the smallest way 
So when we first see Rebecca laying across from Jack, it's like it's kind of back in the day. It's like a um, flashback. And he's like, hold on, what's this little scar under your eyebrow? I've never seen that. And so I thought that was just such a beautiful entry point because it's like, sometimes you really do think like, I know everything about this person, every scar, every this. It's like, hold on, hold up. And so even just this little bitty scar that it has so much, it held so much for her. And that it yeah. opened up this whole thing. I mean, from generation to generation where, and I think that's so true because, and I'm not trying to like, this is, this is for real. I ain't trying to make this up for this, for this episode. My kids love to swing, like most kids. And so the reason that, that they get excited about the park is for the swing. So they run over there and they both have their favorite swing. This is before the episode or anything. So they're like, no, I'm getting on my swing. And then today, I just thought about this right now. I started taking pictures of them on the swing and I took videos. I'm like, the joy they have right now on this swing, this may not be here even in a year, you know? And so for me, when I started seeing the different generations on the swing and I thought that um, they just had the most beautiful words um, when Rebecca was talking she was like I just remember my dad I'd be so excited because I'm like oh my gosh he's pushing me on the swing and I was just hoping that this you know it would keep going and I just didn't want it to stop and you know it just kind of brought you to that moment of being a kid and like this really is the funnest thing in the world um, and so and to me I think as a kid, this is when you feel the most free. You know, you're in the air. You feel like you're really flying. It's just amazing. So then it just kind of like really oh, opened up a lot for me because this all started from actually a point of pain. She was swinging and then she turned around probably to like kind of laugh and catch the eye of her dad and his watch like hit her right under the eye. And most people who know me know that I have a scar right on <laughs> People that watch can be like... <laughs> Oh my God. Be like, That's an unforgettable day. <laughs> but seriously, I really do. People ask me about it. And it's so, to me, it's just one of those things when you have like a scar that people can see, it really does like always connect you to your past and the memories around it. So that's why I don't, I just really, I will say the swing thing really got me um, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Cause just how like that one memory of a swing can like bring back like how, how I'm sure she made sure that her kids swung and then their kids. So then we saw like baby Jack swinging his kids. It's like, oh, this is like, it seems so simple, but yeah. it really is. It holds so much beauty. Yes. <laughs> it's so crazy though, how it repeated like almost verbatim in different generations. Like mm. she was speaking about how, you know, the whole time I was at the park, I would be thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to have to leave. I don't want to leave the park. I love the park. And it was verbatim to what Randa was saying. True. My mom's going to have to leave here. I don't want her to leave here. And it was just like that mirror image. And at the end of the day, that's what they're teaching us. Enjoy being at the park. Enjoy having your mother. Don't live in fear. Girl, you better preach. That's a word. That's a word. That's a word. <laughs> I think the podcast is over. <laughs> no, really, we have to enjoy the moment and appreciate our kids on the swing, just all the little things. And, yeah. you know, and, and the thing about it is, it's like the little things really do add up. Because if you think about it, like, William was such an instrumental part in Randall's life. 
And he must have referenced him quite a bit for Deja to feel so connected to William. True. And obviously we know he only had his dad for like less than a year in his life, but that year was so important. And so it was just, and same thing, like Nikki was there for such a short period of time in the grand scheme of things, but his presence was so important. So it's like, mm. the main thing is neither one of them did anything really grand, Nikki or William. Like, but what they did is they were there. Mm. Like, they literally were just there. It's like, well, you know, and you hear that all the time with parents that are trying to get reunited, you know, like, like they're just like, oh, I want to have that bond. But I got to get myself together. Right. Gotta, you know, all this kind of stuff. You hear all these excuses and it's really, it really is just excuses because it's like they, family doesn't want anything grandiose. Family really just wants you to be there. If you think about it, William really didn't do anything that was like, it was like he was there and he just spoke to them. Well, I don't know now. William had the poetry, he had the instrument. I mean, William was doing a lot now. He brought a lot to the table. I'm not going to lie to you. He, yes, and William is William is just such a pleasant guy to have on screen. I always think he's just such an attractive man. He too. is. He is. And um, now. <laughs> he, he is but but um but yeah so I just think that like that's the lesson in that is like they had children named after them not for just for being there being who they were pouring into their children with love yeah that's a good one and I think that's also like the sad piece because we all knew that they wanted to be there even you know years prior like that was the sad part that I think made us want to like squeeze every moment they had um, mm -hmm. out of those moments we would see. Cause it's like, you knew Nikki wanted to be a part of, of the Pearson. You know what I'm saying? Like you yes. knew William's only prayer was to be with his son. So um, I hear you as far as that, even that I, knowing that the person has the desire to be there. Yes. Cause I will say Toby lost us when uh, all of a sudden he was too big to be there. He, he was, yep. he couldn't be bothered. He sure couldn't. He was too busy. Him and his Bluetooth were too busy. <laughs> and so it's like when you're there, you have to really be there. Mm. Because even though William had his friends on the side and all that stuff, yeah. when he was in the Pearson household, he was there. That's like he true. was at the kitchen table. They could talk to him. He was His attention was That's not true. split. And like you said, Toby, his attention was completely split. And that's how he got disconnected. But you know, this is so good because all Rebecca and Jack wanted that day on that regular Saturday was just to be with yeah. their kids. But what I love, just like with uh, kids that age, Kevin and um, Randall could not be bothered. Oh, they couldn't be bothered. What was so good. And so I love how Kate, she just, she really just wanted to play. I don't care what the game is. Yeah. We're going to do four square, two square, whatever we got to do, five square, we're going to do it. And she really just was relishing and just being with her family. But I thought what was so good with Rebecca being there, present, she knew like, uh-uh, something's up. And so did Jack. And I love how Rebecca was the one to go to um, Kevin. Like, hold on. Because usually I don't really put Kevin and Rebecca in that time period. Like, she's going to be the one to have words. But what I like, she was like, okay, I know I don't know what I'm saying to you. I don't really know what you're talking about, but I'm <laughs> But we're going, I'm, a, I'm just going to try to connect with you on this. What was cool, even though she didn't feel like she had, she didn't know what to say, it was the perfect thing to say because it like opened up for Kevin, like, 
no matter what, she's here. She, you know, like I'm able to kind of like process this with her. And what's interesting, what I love about that is that at the same time, Randall and Jack actually had that same moment when usually you kind of put it the opposite. I think yeah. maybe this is why this Saturday was so important because I don't know if Randall would have shared that he did something so outrageous with Rebecca in the same way as his dad. You know, like, because even he said, like, I'm good on this. So, like, basically, I'm already punishing myself. And to me, the message was, please don't tell my mom. Yeah. And I like it because you could, the, my fav, one of my favorite lines, Jack said, I don't know what the boy's name was. Let's just say, he said, believe me, Rory Kilmeyer, his life is not going <laughs> to be that great. <laughs> but it was just this message of, I know you're really down with, like, the math people, but I'm just letting you know it's not that serious. I think that was just what he needed in that moment. And yeah. what I love, and this is another moment that got me, maybe I did like the episode more than I am letting on. When they were in the mirror shaving, the first yeah. reason why I thought that um, Randall was actually going to cut himself he was like i'm really scared of yeah i myself. thought it was gonna be something dramatic yes and jack was like no you got it and i i personally was like jack can you just give like do the first little but then what i love his daddy knew that he needed in that moment to like just do it on his own he he was a watchful eye and i just love it because then here comes kevin and i didn't know if they were gonna kick kevin out or what but i loved it because jack recognized like this is a moment and I think it was a moment that was needed with him and both of his sons. And I love how even he jokingly was like, oh, yep, these are still my sons. Even though they thought they were such men, you know, they had shaved. Yeah. And so I just love like just that coming of age moment where it's like, y'all think that y'all are so above Kate and beyond her, but baby Kate is 10 steps ahead. Um, as far as like knowing like this, like you have to relish the moment. So I just thought it was, oh. Stellar. And it's good they were able to understand it and apply it immediately because after that they got it like yeah it was almost like they got the result almost as if they went in there and said you all better play those games and play with your sister like because as soon as they came out of having their moments with their parents they were spinning Kate around and they were fully present yeah. so they just had their own way of getting to that moment true true and I think it's because they had to. Because, you know, as kids, you're trying to figure out so much. And I think that really, those issues for them were so critical. Oh, and I yeah. think hearing from your parents, like, you good, you're good, you're good, yeah. you're okay. Like, they needed that. And I think, to me, that really speaks to, whew, even what Randall said last week when he was talking to his mom, not even knowing if she could hear him, when he's like, we're good, you made us yeah. good. And to me, it's just, I did like that part where it kind of, you make your kids good just by what you're saying, by being there. You may, we know we ain't got the perfect words, but literally just showing them, like, I got you. And like, I have you and you really are enough. Like, you're going to be able to navigate. And that's why I thought it was really important how Kate was able to like bring us into the conversation of the unknown. And I will say, even though y'all would have loved to see into the future and all that, I thought it was so real because in those moments where like, you know, like stuff has shifted. It's not that it's about to shift. Mama gone. Yeah. Like Kevin sat on the um, porch and said, we don't have parents anymore. Mm -hmm. And of course, Kate was like, well, no, we have parents. But they knew like, no, it's, it's different. 
And her question is so real, like, what's going to happen to us? I'm scared that we are going to drift. And I thought that was such a poignant moment because it is that fear of the unknown. Like, yeah, we know we love each other. We know we're all good, but we got a lot to navigate. I'm trying to raise these two kids. You got twins. You got, it's just a lot going on. And yeah. I thought that was, because to me, that's such a real question. And this usually is the moment when different branches, they do drift. Oh, Either yeah. something's going to make you drift or y'all going to stay connected. So I thought it was a real thing of like, yeah, we would love to have the pretty bow on top, but this is real life. Exactly. And then that's why, okay, so that that moment, a lot happened on those yeah. steps because the whole drifting thing, I like if I had my dream ending to the series, it would have shown fast forward them when they were older and maybe um, when they're all watching Baby Jack on stage, how he had all of his parents there watching him. Well, he was, uh, you know, an older, yeah. he's a man and his parents are all watching him on stage. If Randall and exactly. Kevin would hang there and, you know, like, like I just wanted to see where we got the answer of if they drifted or if they would have shown them, like, I cannot believe I have not seen y'all in five years. Like, if we could have just seen right. what became of it, to me, that would have been um, the ending that I would have chosen. But um, the thing I really liked was when he says, um, he says, when I think of my family, I think of our you know nuclear family as it was when we were children mm. and it was interesting that all of them agreed with him yeah and I think a lot of times um a lot of times you know like when you just come from some trauma or you you just are so busy like I want to you know have my family this way and I want to correct this and you know and yeah. I think it was just kind of showing how they came from such a healthy family that it's almost hard to let go of. When they think of family, mm. this is what defines family for them because they almost kind of all felt like they got it right the first time. Mm. And now, because they got it right, it's like Beth said, where they're trying to imitate that because they want to yeah. get it right just like the Pearsons had it right. So I thought that was a really high compliment yes. to Jack and Rebecca that that is family. Like that's the definition yeah. of family. And now they're trying to create that with their own family. True. Um, and okay, so did you all notice? What did you okay? I'm gonna see. Okay, when Randall mentions, um, did y'all, you know, he says, Oh, yeah, mom squeezed my hand like right before she passed, and they said, Yeah, we saw that. So, did y'all connect that when she squeezed Jack's hand? Yeah, yes, I was like, Oh my gosh, like that was basically like her letting go, and I love how they showed. Like, and, and that kind of happens sometimes when you're like having a dream. Yeah. Like you're sleep, but then there's a noise that happens yep. in real life, but you work that noise into your dream. And so I was like, that's so real. Like, you know, that was literally her letting go of life. Like, it was like that squeeze of like, okay. Cause he was like, it's really not that bad. Like, you know, yes. like enter the afterlife and she kind of just squeezed and then she just let go. And he said, y'all are good. I'll tell dad, hey. I think what also got me with that moment, of course, I think most, most, if not all humans have the questions like, what does the transition look like? What's it going to be like? And that's why I say y'all can play with it, but this is us, is God's work because 
not that of course we got some deep answers about the afterlife but I do feel like it was so beautiful how they're like y'all may have questions about the show but just to help y'all out a little nugget for y'all's lives as you're living I love how Jack almost like shared with us like not just with Rebecca but I feel like with us like you don't have to worry about those who have already crossed over and if you're soon to cross over you don't have to worry and the reason I love it is because a lot of you have watched this show when we first start watching people have had a lot of losses and I feel like people need a lot of people not are just looking for closure from the show but like in their own um relationship with death I thought it was just a beautiful ending when he said don't worry you're still gonna be there and I took it as Jack his voice symbolizing like those who have lost people since the show started they are still with you and I love it because it was like that transparent like those real questions where Rebecca's like why are you trying to see my baby showers like it was just to me really beautiful where it's like no really it's okay so I just thought it was such a beautiful even though it wasn't what I expected it was a beautiful ending because it's what I love yeah they could have like looked into the future and made all these connections for us but it's like none of us really know there are so many unknowns just like unfortunately today's tragedy we don't know what's going to happen but what I love is there's been so many seeds planting that it's all planted that it's all going to work for good so I just I thought it was in its own way a great ending. I totally agree. I think that um, it was. I mean, we can say whatever we want to say, but at the end of the day, it was a great ending because mm. it was a great story. Mm. It was a great story because it really, and the thing is, when you're talking about family, there is no ending. No. So, so this is, this is, guys, this is it. It went from this, this is, is us to now this is it. <laughs> We are, man, y'all, that a great ending to a great series. Yes, for sure. I, I, I mean, there, there's nothing left to say. I you, you have to close us out. I mean, because we can't do our regular, like, you know, favorite scene, favorite person, because we talked about it. Well, we can. We can do our favorite series scene. Like or the thing. Ooh, favorite series. I like that. Ooh, that's yeah. tough. I still think, I mean, for me, mine is always when um, when Randall was at work and Kevin was doing his play and he just heard something in his brother's voice and he came and like held him. That was, to me, that was just like perfection because you know your family and like, you know, no matter how different you are, you're going to be there for each other. So it was lovely. I think that was probably honestly. I think that was one of the probably one of the best scenes I've seen on TV. Oh my yes, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I have so many. Me um, too. Um, I think for me, the this is when I was like, this show is the absolute truth. The I have to say, almost the entire Memphis episode. The Ducks, the Ducks, if y'all remember back to the Ducks with William and Randall. Um, to me, it was just such a beautiful um, connection between two people who had longed to um, be together. Like, I just, I just can't even imagine how many nights, how many mornings they probably like, 
you know, dreamed or kind of daydreamed, like what would it be like? What would they be doing? So just to actually peer into that moment of this biological father and son just being and like connecting with um, the way that William grew up and his friends. And um, anyway, there's just this beautiful, beautiful connection and this symbolism with um, these ducks that they see walking past the car. And um, just again, we know like with Memphis, the Peabody Hotel and the ducks and all, but it, to me, it was just so many layers of symbolism of that relationship and the importance of it and the legacy. And for me, it's, it's Memphis that I just thought that was, whew, yeah, that's an amazing episode. Yeah, that was, man, I'm having like so many things pass by, um, but for my, for my favorite, I want to say it's like when, like episode one, like when we first realized like, oh my goodness, they're going to take like that, that whole situation of them, you know, still like, we're still taking home three babies. Like that was a, I don't know. It was just a, a cool situation. Um, and then to fast forward to that moment where Rebecca's singing at Kate's wedding. Um, it was just because that moment, it was just like, we've been through all these changes, but we all agree that like in this moment, we're all present. This is what we're supposed to be. Like, like it, it just, it was just like, it was just that bow on top. Like she made it through the song. She brought us all together. And um, she had just been singing her whole life. So I, I thought that that was a a special moment. And there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Yeah. We were all so connected at that time. So I loved it. I loved the series. Yeah. And I also just love, like, Kate and Rebecca's relationship. Because it wasn't like, it was almost like once they actually, like, let go of some stuff and really talk through some stuff they were able to really connect because I think we just all assume that they had been each other's person this whole time. But in the beginning of the series, they barely talked and could barely be in the same room with each other, like at all. <laughs> like yeah. she was not, they just didn't have a good relationship. And then they slowly transitioned to being each other's person. I mean, they always were, but not where they were able to talk um, or like I said, be around each other. And they were able to really transition in the end and really be friends. And I love that. No, that's true. Okay, so so all-time favorite character for overall, the whole series. Because we went through some, we, we would transition from love to hating that character. I'm so sorry, y'all. Real quick, I just had like a moment of connection. Oh my gosh. Woo. Okay, so we're talking about favorite moments and I brought up the Memphis episode. So if y'all right. remember... A big point of them going to Memphis is that Randall, I'm sorry, William wanted to show Randall the Peabody Ducks, right? And we know that um, William's health is failing. So he has cancer, you know, he's stopped the treatment. So it's, remember this, even in this episode tonight, he was almost saying goodbye to his grandkids. Um, Because remember, they're about to leave from Memphis. Oh my gosh. So um, during the, the trip, William actually passes away in Randall's arms. And Randall says, we never got to see the ducks. But at the end of the episode, he stops the car because there's a family of ducks that are walking by. And he like, uh, and it's like symbolic of like, no, Rand William is still there. So to me, my connection is what Jack said tonight 
that even though you're going to transition, you're still going to be there for the moments. That's true. That's a good one. That's a good one. This is the series that's always making connections. Like, yes. I think, like, I honestly want to rewatch the whole series. Me too. And I think Me too. when I rewatch it, based on what I'm experiencing in my life at the moment, I'm going to see the series in a whole different way and notice things I didn't notice before because my, I'll be in a different headspace. I agree. Wait, that was, a that really, was good really good. Ooh. That was really, yeah. really good. <laughs> the show is just, just too much. Okay, so y'all said we're going to favorite character of the whole series. Yes, the whole series. I know that's a hard one because all of them are essential to the story. Well, oh my gosh. All the main characters are essential to the story. I mean, it's interesting because the person that I ended up like really caring about the most was the person that I really couldn't stand and would be like, oh my gosh, let's just fast forward through his story. Um, I really found an attachment to Kevin at the end. Mm, like I, I found, told you. But the reason why was because, you know, I think I think sometimes people overlook certain people where they're just like, oh my gosh, like why like why do you keep bringing up this stuff? Like why is it da, 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 da? and it's like when someone's in pain, they're just in pain. Yeah. And so I think it was just interesting that like he was like verbally like telling people like, oh, I'm in pain. I don't care for this. And he was hurting people around him because he was trying to reach this unattainable level of perfection of what he thought his dad was and what he thought he should be and, you know, how he felt he should connect with his family and all of this stuff. And I think the more that he was actually not trying to be in the past or the future or have these grandiose ideas, but just kind of just calm down within himself. Actually ended up being the person that he always wanted to be. Yeah. And he yeah. actually was the person who really connected his family together. Because a lot of the connections that were made within their family came through Kevin. Um, but I loved it because in the beginning, I think he had almost like a savior complex. But um, in the end, he just kind of was himself. And I think that like, really helped and so he didn't do it in a perfect way but he just kind of did it and so it was just like oh okay so yeah I think you know as like someone who I'm like oh my gosh I can't wait till Kevin comes on it was never that but it was just like in the end when you looked at it it was like oh yeah okay you really did what you wanted to do like you wanted to be this family man but you first had to like get some stuff out of your system and see what it actually means to like be a family man and be someone in a family and it means that you have to like you know take on people's hurts and it's not about these big dramatic speeches or these big dramatic events it's about being there um for each person and just kind of listening for them and caring for them individually so yeah oh I'm struggling y'all because I just ooh. Because you can really pick anybody because everybody yes. made the story possible. You know, I'm going to have to go with my girl. You know, this is my struggle. I, of course, I, I just think that Mandy Moore deserves every award, every she accolade. Every, because to me, even though, yes, we know she's like really the central figure to me in like the whole family and story. 
the way that she was able to traverse going from being like a teen young lady to then being in her 60s, going to her 70s, and just a way that really was authentic and real. Oh my gosh. But I think, um, of course, I relate to her and loved her um, because of um, the way that she went about her uh, motherhood journey, her wife journey, all that stuff. Um, so definitely Rebecca. And I think because in the beginning, I had a lot of judgment towards Rebecca. I just felt like certain things, it's like she don't really have to think about or look at, but just seeing her like have to navigate so many different relationships and people and aspects of herself, I loved it. Um, but then I have to say, Randall, the way that the, the way that um, Sterling K. Brown was able to develop that character and then it was always right what we needed to hear when we needed to hear it if you even if we even go back to the height of 2020 when everything was breaking loose when it came to not just the pandemic but racial inequity and and Randall, Randall was able to voice y'all never knew me you know what I mean like yes. I, it's just oh so like, I'm just torn, but then their relationship is also to me a whole entity. So I'm going to have to go with Rebecca and Randall for me, for sure. Whew. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one because, um, and that's what I really loved about it is everyone, you had every character, there's reasons why you love them. And there's also reasons why you're like, mm, yes. you're not the best. Yeah. Um, so we were able to see different because you remember when Randall decided that he what would have happened if he would have went to his HBCU? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was cool to see different um pieces of people. Okay, well, I look, I, I assume I'm gonna do the other big three, which would be Kate, because I honestly could pick anybody. Initially I was gonna pick Mandy Moore just because, like you said, it was just she really Honestly, before this, I didn't realize she could act so well. Like, I, I didn't. I was just kind of like, "Oh, okay," but she, she, she brought it all together. Um, but I, I do. I don't mind being left with Kate being the last of the big three, and mine would be between Kate and probably as a supporting lead. I mean, a supporting character. It would have to be like Deja, um, because I really liked like her whole like just how from keying the car to being the one that makes her dad's day mm. like, I really loved her story throughout it was like yeah. she had to find her place she tried to date she tried to sneak out. like I really enjoyed seeing her grow up that was yeah. all I was she would come on the screen I was like this is my part so she yeah. was just one of my favorites throughout because I loved watching her grow up and I loved even when they were doing the birth mother with her she was just Every time, that was always my favorite part of any episode she was in. She was my favorite yeah. part. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely, Kate was was great. It was good seeing her grow up too. And then also the way in which she handled her relationships. Like, I loved the way Kate dated. Yeah. Like, I loved how for real she was with Toby from the beginning. Like, leave me alone, you know, all the way to marrying him, to divorcing, like the way in which she handled herself, um, I always respected. Even when she was a, a, a young girl talking to her mom about dating, like she always was, um, 
I don't know. She just commanded authority, even when she yeah. thought that she didn't. That's um, true. And went all the way to the final decision. Like, mm. you know, or even when she was with her husband, her second husband, like, why do you want to date with me? Like, I just always loved the way she communicated. Yeah. And um, I thought that was a really important part to have a strong female lead in a series like this. And yeah. you know, one thing I, we didn't talk about, but I, it was just a short moment, but I thought it was needed. I love that little bitty time we had with um, Toby and Kate. I thought that yeah. was just a good closing moment of I got three things. And the last one was I love you. And I yes. thought it was just so nice just to kind of wrap a bow on that relationship. I thought that was good. Yes, because he was he was essential to the whole story. Yes. Like, so yeah. He was yeah, because he was sometimes good. you can think like, dang, I mean, here I am standing next to my ex-husband. But then I think what I love that he said was if I had to do it all again. Even though we're both remarried, you know, um, kind of went down different paths, I wouldn't change anything. And yeah. so to me, that just goes right back to the um, ending line about, you know, you're going to still be a part of everything. And it all makes sense, you know, because if we run it back, if they had not gotten together that day, we would, you know, not have baby Jack and all that. So I just thought it was just a great Thing of like even though things may have not turned out the way we thought it would it all turned out the way it should have true and I love that he was just proud of her like there's something yes. about somebody who like meets you at a certain point in your life for them their I'm proud of you is different than other people's because it's yeah. like you were with me before I even had this idea in motion because he was with her before she even thought about being a music teacher or singer or anything when she was just like I'm an assistant. I don't have anything going on. And he was like, you know, like, no, I think that you should pursue this. I think that you should do this. And so for him to be like, oh, I am so proud of you. You have really done it. It's like, wow, you were with me in the gutter. So thank you. Like, (laughs) it's one thing for people to see it when it's like coming along and when you're halfway up the hill, but when it just wasn't even a thought in your mind and that person is like, look at you. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. Like it just hits different. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, no, I loved it. I love this series. Definitely. Um, I think it's definitely rewatchable. You know what oh I mean? Oh my gosh, yes. And for people who started it later or who are like, I don't know, I give it a chance because it is beautiful and I love it. Um, what has been your favorite part of recording a podcast? Let me just say that. This is <laughs> everybody's first big podcast so what was your favorite part of doing this podcast we'll just end with that uh you know I think it would just have to be like you know father jack told us just the little moments it's it's been a joy to record with you ladies um and I think sometimes you know the best parts were before and after before and after recording just getting to because we talk on the phone all the time but we don't video chat so it's kind of cool to be able to video chat with you all um and also invite people into your lives. Like it was so cool to be able to have, you know, people that listen to us and they would give us opinions on what we were talking about. So that was kind of cool to have it be a whole community that we were creating. No, that's a good point. I mean, as you all know, I don't know if I share this with the listeners. I didn't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm actually not the biggest podcaster. So when the idea was presented, I really honestly was not excited about it just because 
Um, you know, I talk all day in my job and I don't really like when I'm outside of work, it's not my best. I don't know, it's just not my most, I don't really get energy from talking more or like hearing people talk. I don't know about, especially like things that can be kind of deep. So I really wasn't looking forward to it, but I will say that um, my favorite part was um, just kind of sitting with you all and hearing your take on the same episode because it would hit us in different ways. And then like just connections that be made be like, oh, I didn't think about that. So I think it just um, was cool. Um, and then it's not like we're strangers. So to know it hit you this way because of cool connections we would make with like different family members or like because of our birth order or because of, you know, something that happened that one of us may not remember. So I think even having this, like um, what's said in this episode tonight, um, when Jack was talking about, you'll try to recollect this information years from now. So I think it's great because we'll have this um, to go back and listen to in moments where we'll really want to try to recall and recapture these moments. Yeah, I think that's my favorite part is just that we have something where we can um, go back to listen to each other. Um, also just like, you know, being able to like laugh with each other and have a good time. Um, and then just inviting other people into like the joy we have with each other. I think that's, you know, a beautiful thing. I think sometimes I, I just think sometimes when you have something, you forget what it is. Um, and I know like some people have been like, oh my gosh, like, I love that you and your sisters, um, are doing your podcast because you guys just find such joy in each other. And that's just so beautiful. And I don't even watch the show, but I listen to your podcast because I just like hearing you guys together. And I'm Aww. just like, oh, that's so nice. That is sweet. <laughs> but yes. she did start watching the show. Um, yeah, so no, I think that's beautiful. Um, we don't have anything else that we are watching in the future, but if you think of something you'd like for us to watch or review or anything, definitely let us know at tvtoldme at gmail.com. Um, and this has just been an amazing journey. Some Yay. people came in at the end, but you know, I was there day one. I was like, no, I will say this, the Grey's Anatomy, This Is Us, Parenthood. I was like, these are in the first episode I was hooked in. So, so yeah, so hopefully another show like that will come around. We'll be able to look at it, talk about it, review it. If you know of that or a movie, definitely let us know. But for right now, Oh, we sound so sad. It's very <laughs> sad. I'm very sad about it. Um, and it's also allergy season, so <laughs> I probably sound super stuffed up. But anyway, um, so from R three to the big three, um, for TV told me presents this is us. This is gonna be our final goodbye. So goodbye. Great day, well. ladies. <laughs> So long. Uh -oh. <laughs> no, they don't know it. They don't know. Oh God. It. Okay, now I'm just. That was as far as I can go with it, and you took that line. <sighs> she took it, girl. Everybody, you you got to jump in. It's a song. We're, we're not <laughs> taking it. Okay. Oh bye, goodness. guys. Bye. <laughs>